when we talk about transfers, that is a privilege. That is that is a service Paraland ISD wants to offer to our students and families. But we also, in return, expect our students to behave appropriately, to do their best at school, to make sure that we meet daily attendance requirements. That's really, really critical for the student's success and really the success for the campus. Welcome back to the Building Blocks podcast. This is a podcast devoted to highlighting the people and the programs that are the building blocks of Pearland ISD. As always, I will be your host, the proud superintendent, Mr. Berger. Our goal over the next 30 minutes is to give our listeners, parents, students, and staff an inside look at who and what is building Pearland Proud. Today, oh my goodness, today, we have one of the hardest working Pearland ISD leaders you will ever find. The passion that she has for doing what is right for all students and working every day to make Pearland ISD a better place inspires me. Please welcome to our table and our podcast, Assistant Superintendent, Dr. Lisa Nixon. All right. Thank you. So excited to be here. Awesome. Well, welcome to the podcast, Dr. Nixon. We're going to get right into it. It's a riveting topic of enrollment and transfers. I know, isn't it? I mean, people love this stuff. So Pearland ISD is an open enrollment district for transfers. Can you explain what that means? Sure. Open enrollment means that Pearland ISD allows students to apply to transfer to our school district if they don't live in our school district. Also, students within the district, if they'd like to attend a different school than the one that they're zoned to, they can apply for a transfer for that as well. Um, applications are accepted during our annual transfer application period, so it's just once a year that that's open, and it's also based on our current enrollment numbers at each campus. So, so a lot of information there. So one of the things you mentioned, the application is available. Is that available paper or online? It's going to be online. The transfer process for this next school year, for the 24-25 school year, is going to start on February 1st, 2024. So mark your calendar. Uh, the online portal actually opens at midnight or 12 o'clock a.m. on February 1st. First, and then it ends on March 8th, 2024, again at midnight. So February 1st to March 8th, the transfer portal is open. It's open online, open. So you, there's a link to it from our, from our district website. And so there, there are two types of transfers in our district. There's an inter-district transfer and there's an intra-district transfer. Really what that means is if you're in our district, if you're in our attendance boundaries and you want to go to a different school than the attendance boundary, you can apply to do that if the school is open. Yes, sir. If you are outside of our school district, you can apply to come to one of our schools if it is open. Yes, sir. Now, we do also have some eligibility criteria. So it's really important that students have good attendance and, of course, very, very few discipline referrals um, in order to meet the eligibility for transfer as well. And so, so with that, uh, to, can any student apply to be a transfer and can they transfer to any school? Well, any student could apply for a transfer. Um, we we monitor, of course, like I shared, the campuses and enrollment. And so sometimes we have campuses that are at capacity, so students can't transfer there. But we also have certain campuses and programs that aren't open to transfer. For example, our Turner College and Career High School, the Pace Center, uh, GT Academy dual language programs, and some of our special education classrooms, those are not open to transfer. And so those are programs that we as a district would assign students based on their need. 
So the capacity issue, that's when a campus is closed to transfers. Yes, sir. What allows a campus to be closed to a transfer? We're looking at campuses that are 92% or higher in kind of student occupancy. Um, when you get much more than that, it's very difficult for, you know, just transitions in the building, um, serving lunch. You know, we want to make sure our students are safe and they can move easily through the building. So any occupancy higher than that makes it a real challenge for the campus. So as a district, we are projecting out our enrollment. And based on those projections, that's when we decide if a campus will be open or closed when the portal, the transfer portal opens. Yes. As a parent, how will I know if a campus is closed? That's a great question. Um, again, our website has a great deal of information. And so on that first page about transfers, it will show parents what campuses are currently closed for that next school year or the upcoming school year that they'd like to transfer. And is there a is there a grade level limitation on transfers? Can I transfer as a pre-K kid or as a senior or is, is there... Well, it, it depends. There is um, some requirements for students that live outside of Pearland ISD. Our transfers start at first grade. So it's first through 12th grade. For students that live within our school district, they could transfer to a different zone campus as early as pre-K and kindergarten. Now, we also offer to all of our full-time employees the opportunity to transfer as well. Um, and so that would be all grade levels. Okay, so if I, if I apply... Uh or let's say I'm already on a transfer because we have that going on. How long does a transfer last? And can a student apply once and be done? I'm accepted, I'm transferred, I'm good forever. Well, I'd like to say yes, because that would be more efficient, but students do have to, uh, parents have to apply for transfer every year for their students. Um, and that's part of just the, the record keeping that the district has to do. So that is something that's an annual occurrence. And um, we try to remind parents, um, those that are on transfer will receive an email because they're on transfer. We also plan to send an email to all parents enrolled, of students enrolled in Pearland ISD through Skyward. So we try to make sure that we notify parents. Um, our communications department also does an awesome job on social media, letting people know, hey, our window is open. If you're interested to transfer, apply now. And so sometimes we get a little bit of pushback because you do have to continuously fill out that paperwork. We tried to make it more efficient, make it more readily available for parents. It's mm -hmm. online. But just a reminder, parents, if you are currently on an approved transfer, you have to reapply every year that the portal opens. So just because you were accepted last year does not mean you'll be accepted the year going forward. So I just want to make sure that, that we reiterate that. So uh, sometimes parents get confused about some of the words we use in education. To be honest, so does the superintendent. Uh, parents get confused when we talk about enrollment, registration, and transfer. Can you break down the difference for our listeners to where we can understand what all that means? Sure. I'm going to give it a try. Like you said, there's a lot of words, but um, the enrollment process, when we talk about enrollment, that's the first time a student comes to our district. So enrollment is for new students, um, and we have what's called a new student online enrollment portal where you enter the information and upload all requirement documents online. And so you can access that new student online enrollment portal from the district website. Now, we have some awesome people here at our Education Support Center that are also willing and able to help parents as well. So if you're new to Pearland, welcome. Uh, if you need help with the enrollment process, that initial enrollment, then we can help you with that or you can complete it online. So and that is a shout out to Julie mm -hmm. Juno and her team. They are absolutely phenomenal. They are awesome. The next part is registration. And that registration is something that's done every year for students that are enrolled in Pearland ISD. Every July, parents are going to get an email from Skyward saying you need to verify your 
your residence, where you live, um, and that also fills out paperwork for the upcoming school year. So that's registration. Now, the transfer, when that comes in, is if you as a parent don't want your child to go to the school they're zoned to and would like to choose another school, that's where the transfer process comes in. Um, the thing that I want to remind parents about, though, is that a transfer for next year has to be done in February, but we don't register until July for that next school year. So we don't want parents to miss out on that opportunity. When July comes, we're not able to honor transfers at that time. So, so looking at that, so if, I, if I'm a parent that's currently outside the district and I think I'm moving to Pearland ISD in July or August, but I'm not sure, would you advise them to apply for the out-of-district transfer to make sure they get a spot at the school that they want because things could fall through in real estate? Yes, absolutely. Um, that is the very best thing to do. Um, doing that transfer process and once you're approved would guarantee essentially your child would be able to attend that school. Um, waiting, you know, until July, like you said, and then it falls through, we're not able to honor the transfer at that time. And even if it doesn't fall through, if they happen to move in July, but say they, they buy a house in a zone and they don't necessarily want to go to that school or they'd like to transfer, you can't ask for the transfer in July. You have to apply during the window. So if you are looking to move to Pearland, you advise them to apply for the transfer. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Uh, you, you did mention a little bit there were some um, qualifications to be approved for a transfer. There's also some expectations and qualifications to maintain the transfer. Yes. Can you speak about that a little bit? Yes. You know, when we talk about transfers, that is a privilege. That is that is a service Pearland ISD wants to offer to our students and families. But we also, in return, expect our students to behave appropriately, to do their best at school, to make sure that we meet daily attendance requirements. That's really, really critical for the student's success and really the success for the campus. And so we, we do have high expectations for our students here in Pearland, and that includes our students who are here on a transfer. So it's possible if, say, at the end of the first semester, a transfer student is having some behavior issues or some conduct issues, there's problems on the campus, that that transfer could be revoked. That's correct. So, Dr. Nixon, I know it's a lot of information. I have a question. Okay. If I can interrupt. Once again, our producer, Mac, is coming on the mic. <laughs> okay. I think this is going to be a reoccurring thing for our podcast. Well, I have a question because I've been in the district for a while, and I've seen some campuses open and then they close. So once a student is enrolled in a school, but then it closes the following year, can they still go into that school after it closes? Yes, absolutely. That's a great question. <clears throat> they can. We want to help that student have kind of a consistent uh, experience. And so we would we at this point we've been able to honor any student that's already in what we call that that um, feeder pattern. Thank you. <laughs> Within that feeder pattern, we'd like for them to continue. So yes, absolutely. If they're in, that was what we sometimes refer to as a feeder pattern transfer. And so the parent would just complete that information online. Um, again, if that parents have any questions like that, that's a great one. They're always welcome to, to reach out to me, call my office, um, email me, and I can always help you through that process as well. Okay, thank you. It was a great question, by the way. So with all that information and all that details, I just want to reiterate, if I'm, if I'm a parent, uh, whether I'm in the district or out of the district, and I have confusion about transfers or registration or enrollment, and to be clear, if you are new to Pearland ISD, like you've never attended Pearland ISD, you have to do enrollment first. 
And then after you enroll, you have to do registration. Just because you apply for a transfer doesn't take those processes out of the way. But if I'm a parent that all this information we're talking about, all these words, all these details, where is the best place they can go to get that information? Well, the first one is our district website. Um, there's a lot of information there. If parents go to that, our very first page of the website, there is a link at the top for parents. And to the left, you'll see information about enrollment. So if you're new click on that enrollment and all the information is there. Um, the second thing for student transfers is from our department page, student transfers. And there's probably more information that parents want to read, but we wanted to make sure that every question that we could possibly think of is answered, so it's there. So if you're, you know, wanna look online, that's where to go. Ultimately, just call us. You know, if you have questions, if you are struggling through something or need more information, just call me uh, and I can get you to the right person if I can't answer your question. And, and it is true. If, if you have a question or a concern, uh, Dr. Nixon's office, along with Janet Chrisman, who does a fabulous job of handling the portal and the questions, because there's a lot of paperwork. There's, there's a lot of things that we have to make sure we have in order to enroll and accept transfers for students. But we want to make sure that anyone that wants to attend Paraline ISD, you are welcome. So with that, Dr. Nixon, we're going to move on to what we call our rapid fire questions. We're not going to talk about transfers. We're going to talk right. about you. Awesome. So what is your best high school memory? Well, I mean, those of you that know me, uh, I loved school and I loved high school. I loved every part of high school. So this was, you know, this is a hard question for me. Um, I think we all talk about Friday night football games. I mean, that was probably my all time favorite, you know, in marching band there every night at the football games. What's funny now looking back is I don't think we ever went to the playoffs <laughs> when I was in high school, but you know, we didn't realize that. It was just a fun time, the community together, you know, your parents there to watch you being on the field. Um, so that's probably my favorite. So it may have been missed in there. You were a band kid. I was a band kid. Look at that. Shout out to band because you know, that's everybody right. goes to the football games just to watch the band. They do, of course. Absolutely. So this one's a little deeper. What or who is your greatest inspiration? Uh, my parents, you know, hands down. Um, and I just get emotional even thinking about them. But yeah, I wouldn't be where I am today without them. That's sweet. I, 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 I've met your parents. Uh, I knew your parents. Uh, just recently, you uh, gave me some lasagna that was a I family did. recipe. And it was I absolutely did. delicious. That was some Grandma so DeCenza lasagna. If anybody else makes some sugar, what, what is it called? The sauce? Oh, well, we call it, you call it gravy. A gravy. Yeah, oh, we gravy. call it gravy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's absolutely delicious. But some people call it sugar. I have never heard sugar before. I don't know. Yes, it's out there. I promise. I, I pro I'm sure it is, Mr. Burger. I'm sure it is. Please, if, when this gets posted, any great Italian families or anyone out there that cooks good sauce, please support me in that word. And if not, it's a new word that I've created. And what is your Italian last name? Uh, Desenzo. I was, I was a Lisa Marie Desenzo. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, what profession, other than the one you have, would you like to have attempted? You know, when I graduated, uh, I have a Bachelor of Science degree in mathematics, and um, believe it or not, NASA called uh, and wanted me to interview. And, you know, at the time, I wanted to be a teacher. You know, I was one of those that loved school, and that that's what I wanted to do. So, you know, if I didn't do this, I, I might... I might, might have worked at NASA. Um, I'm really fascinated with the medical field, um, but I also love to cook. So if you put me in a restaurant or a bakery, I think that would be awesome too. And when, and when she talks about teaching, I mean, when you are born and have it in your genes, Dr. Nixon is a teacher at heart. 
there are days, probably one day a week, she walks in my office and goes, can I go teach math? Can I just go teach math? And yes, please go teach math. Um, what movie do you enjoy quoting the most? Um, you know, I would like to say I'm a big movie buff, but I'm not. But the one that I find myself saying a lot is our favorite favorite one from Forrest Gump. The My mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And it's so true. It's so true about life. And it's true about kids we teach and, you know, staff that we serve. And so that's the one I think that, that comes to mind for me most often. Yeah. And anytime you say Forrest Gump, I think about the many ways we can cook shrimp. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is your go-to karaoke song? Well, I... Yeah, this might sound a little crazy, but the Friends in Low Places with Garth Brooks is probably like my all-time favorite. Um, I don't know that. Could you could you sing a few? No, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, not today. Not today. Do you uh, have a lot of friends in low places? Um, I, I do. It's just a you know, it's just my people. It's my people. All right. Final thought. Everything we do every day f- is focused on student growth and opportunity. What message would you like to give to all of our students? I would say, you know, um, work hard, stay focused, that you can go on to do anything that you want to do, that, you know, never give up. You know, things are going to be hard and things are sometimes not fair, but just keep pushing because you really can make your dreams come true. And that is a true statement. And Dr. Nixon is an example of if you follow your passion and have happiness in your Mm -hmm. life, you will have a fruitful and successful life. Well, this concludes this episode of the Building Blocks podcast. Don't forget to check out our website. We have a new website in Paraline ISD. We are working on making sure everything is up and running. So please go check that out. Make sure you give us some guest suggestions and any questions for our audience would be very much appreciated. We hope you enjoyed this episode and every episode. We are trying to make it better every time. And remember, you can be a roadblock or a building block. You can't always change what happens, but you can change how you respond. Make it a good day or not, the choice is always yours. As always, I am the proud superintendent of Pearland ISD, and I hope to speak with you soon.